got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies. Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's let's uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud-laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. It's, you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore you're a piece of shit, and go fuck yourself, and go die. Your toe's on the trigger, and he's here to help you keep from pulling it. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast, episode 045. I'm Daniel Ripples, and with me in the Toe on the Trigger studio... As always now, Classy Cassie. Hello. And the Courtney 3000. Hello. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. How are you fine ladies doing today? Great. Not really, but... I like I like, uh, like the nighty. Thank you. Boner <laughs> containment is in full force at the moment. You told me it was, it'll was it do. Eh, well, you know, you gotta play it down a bit. You can't, right. can't show your true feelings about something. I was just, I was, the whole time I've just been wondering if you're going commando in that thing. I am. Oh, right on. I, I am. Was, I was hoping you'd move a leg the wrong way. I know you were. <laughs> I was going to not wear a bra, but I decided that was way too much. That would have been fucked up. Way too I, much. That would have been would way too much for me to handle. handle that. Like, yeah. I mean, you get a side view, Daniel. I mm-hmm. mean, I guess technically, it's, mine is like a, you would no, you got the whole I, view. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a problem. Yeah, that'd be fucked up. So, uh, but yeah. Good, good choice, and uh, yeah, good on you not open, uh, showing me that you were going commando because I would, I think I would have had to cancel the show. I don't think that I would show you that I was good. Like well, here you go, not by, not on, like on purpose, <laughs> but, <laughs> but good thing being mindful of, uh, of your legs and whatnot. You're welcome. That was very nice of you. Um, I'm gonna go into something real quick. I didn't think I was gonna bring this up. I didn't, but uh, speaking of. Uh, Of women, I guess, in a way. So there's this woman that's kind of in my life. Uh, She's batshit fucking crazy. Um, But I, uh, she gave me birthday sex, so that was nice of her. But I had a moment the other day that really uh, made me feel good about myself. But then I felt shitty because I had to feel good at someone else's expense because it made her feel really shitty. So we got done with the whole sex thing. And uh, I don't know how the topic came up, but she basically said something along the lines of like, like, how can you not have sex with me? Like, I'm the hottest person you've ever slept with. <gasps> and I was like, but you're not, though. <gasps> you said that? Yeah. And then she's like, well, I'm like the best you've ever had. I was like, but you're not, though. 
And she got fucking furious. I mean, I would have too, but I wouldn't have said those things. But but she said like, you don't tell a woman that. You tell her she's the best you've ever had, and she's the. But like, but I was like, but that's not true though. I was like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I was like, you're you're good. Like the sex is cool, and like you're hot. Like whatever, it's cool. But you're not the best. Like I've had sex with way better and way hotter women. Was this the girl you were showing me pictures of? No, you're at my house. No. Okay, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, no, I, I ended up. It was a good thing that ended up not happening that night. But yeah. uh, no, um, this was a different, different girl. So, but I, I felt really, I felt really good because she was, she was furious. Like there was one point where like we we're just laying there, and I like tried to cut off. She's like, "No, get off me." She's like, "You know what? Just leave." I was like, "Are you serious? Like you want me to leave?" She's like, yeah. I was like, all right. And then she's like, no, no, it's fine. You can stay. Like I said, she's crazy. So then finally, like, she's like, you know what? Yeah, I think you should go. I was like, all right. So I just got up and like, I think the fact that, um, like, A, I didn't just buy into her like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, you're the hottest. Or like, feel bad. Pissed her off more. And then the fact that, like, I was not phased at all by, like, her kicking me out or even, like, threatening to withhold pussy. Yeah. She's like, well, then I just won't sleep with you anymore. I was like, well, I mean, it's your body. You can do with it what you want. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. No choice. Yeah, right? So, uh, I don't think she liked that too much. I just don't understand who's like, I know that I'm the best you ever had. I feel like, because what you said about, um, you know, you shouldn't, or you said that, you shouldn't tell that to a girl, but you wouldn't say that anyway or whatever. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you go up, or if you tell the girl, like, hey, by the way, like, I fucked hotter chicks than you. Exactly. That, that's yeah, fucked that's up. fucked up. That's yeah, fucked I mean, up. I would never say that to yeah. a woman unless she asked me. And, I mean, she, it's not that she asked me, am I the best? But she told me no, that right. she's the best. I think that and, your response was perfect. And you know how I am about people telling me who I am and how I feel no, about I'm things. Familiar. So, she told me something that was untrue about myself. And I had to school her. Yes. And let her know that that just was not the case. Nice. I don't feel like I was in the wrong. I mean, I mean, I probably wouldn't have said it. I would, I would have just been like, "Well, that's kind of conceited." It's kind of. Annoying. I didn't want to do that because she knew it was like she. She knows that she had. I mean, honestly, her opinion of herself is a lot. Like, okay, when she's, I don't know if the word on point works, but when she's like <laughs> looking after herself emotionally and physically, like, okay, she'd fit up like in the higher caliber. You know what I mean? But the last like. I don't even know how long she's just been letting herself go with her standards in her life that it's just, I wanted to tell her cause I turned her down for sex a couple of nights later and she's like, wow, like you're really turning me down. I was like, yeah, yeah, I don't really feel like it because everything that's going on in her life has just made her so just unattractive that like it's starting to show physically, which doesn't usually happen for me yeah. unless they're really fucking stupid or just a complete fucking train wreck. Yeah. So, well, I don't know about yeah. all that. So, yeah, so that was an experience. But I, I'm not in, you, neither of you ladies feel like I was in the wrong for for telling her that she's not the hottest nor the best sex I've ever had. I do not know. I mean, I would, I guess, I, I don't really know because I've never been that conceited at all. I mean, I guess. I, I, I mean, you would, you would never say that to a guy, though. No, I would never say yeah. that. No. But. But yeah. no, no, I don't think you were in the wrong. I mean, and, and just for somebody to think like, okay, I've been in long term relationships where the sex was built into something where it was like it was it turned into the best because we knew each other so well because of intimacy and whatnot. So the fact that she has the audacity to just think that after just having sex with her like three or four times that she's the best all of a sudden, like, yeah, come on, 
Yeah. Yeah. I've never been like that. Mm. She sounds crazy. She sounds terrible. Maybe <laughs> she don't. Sounds maybe terrible. don't do that. <laughs> maybe don't. Do yeah, that. I'm kind of over it. I mean, I've already played Captain Save a Ho for her twice this week. So. So you have had sex with her after. No, I haven't oh, had sex. Have. I said okay. I played Captain Save a Ho. Yeah, I yeah. Get it. That's when you just save a hoe from like her own fucking life. From peril. From peril. Yeah, I basically was like the knight in shining armor. And the best part is, is I think that kind of turned her on, and the fact that I was like, Nah, I'm cool. I don't want to fucking. Sleep Can it be you. peril if it's of your own making? I wonder. Well, one of them, her car broke down. I mean, I'm not saying it was. I'm just the wondering. second one was of her own making. So no, I would say that was not peril. That was just uh, poor life choices. The second, the first one was poor life choices, but it's not really her fault. Her car broke down, but it's her fault that she was where she, as far as she was away from home when her yeah, car broke down. So it's sense. kind of like they balance each other out, and it's just a shitty situation. Yeah, you know. But uh, hmm. anywho, anywho, any. That was my week. That was your whole week. Pretty much. What did, it's Saturday. <laughs> my whole week has been, I mean, it's been work and sleep. I've been sleeping so much. Wow. I'm fucking exhausted. That's the thing. She's like, do you want to, do you want to come up? Like, I was like, no. I she's like, sleep. she's like, really? Like, I'm getting rejected. I was like, yeah. Like, my acute exhaustion is more important than your vagina. Like, I need mm-hmm. to go home and go to bed. Like, right now it's two in the morning and I got to be up in the four hours. So, goodbye. That's awesome. So. I turned down sex, despite what uh, people think about me. I will let my sister know. He has yes. officially yes. rejected a pussy. Have her listen to this, would you? Hey, Amy. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. He finally did it for you. Twice. Twice. This week. It's uh, great. Actually, three times, because the other girl that Courtney was referring to, I also didn't do anything. Did You've rejected pussy before. It's I not know. like... But people I mean, tend to think that I don't. Yeah. I don't know. No. Yeah. Well, so, uh, last week, I, I believe I did. It was at the very end, right? When I said um, the extremist thing. Political, political extremist. Yeah, you threw that in there. and You just said all you wanted to say was that you hated them or something yeah, like that. that Zero context, dead. yeah. Yeah, so I was in a situation a few weeks ago. You know, about the whole transgender bathroom thing. And mm-hmm. um, this person, it was one of those, like, flip comments about, like, you know, I, well, what what happened was she said that she's boycotting uh, Target, and I was dumb, and I was like, well, why? Like, why would you do that? And she's like, because they let men in the women's bathrooms now. And I'm like, oh, fuck, like, I don't want to have this conversation. <laughs> And and she and I, I was trying to figure out how to get out of it because I'm like I don't want to I don't want to go into this because she's not going to agree with me and she's just somebody that I have to agree with a lot. Um, so she starts going off about it and how it's wrong and you know it's it's against the Bible and like all this stuff. And I was just like, okay, please don't ask me what I think. And she goes, don't you agree? And I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I don't agree, but that's okay. Like we, it's fine. You know, but we we have to interact a lot, and so, you know, she was just like, "Well, nor okay." This is a very passive woman. She's very passive. She's very, you know, whatever you think. Okay, no big deal. But this one thing, she's like, "Well, that's just wrong," and she like goes off on this whole tangent, and I'm just like, "Okay, look, I don't agree with you. I'm not gonna try to change your mind. You're not gonna change my mind. So let's just, you know, move on." She couldn't. She could not do it. We had to like leave upset with each other oh jeez i had to terrible. leave 
and just be like, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> like, I don't know what to say. It was, Have you it was seen bad. her since? Oh, many times, Has it yes. Has fine? Um, it, she, it's not like she brings it up every time, but she does bring it up. And it's it's just very awkward because I'm like, I still feel the same way. You know? Well, it's almost like people do that on purpose. Yeah. Because I have two friends right now that are not friends because of their political views. And it's really ridiculous because now that they've um, determined that <clears throat> they don't like the same president or mm-hmm. presidential candidate, they will like specifically, like I feel like maybe they're not, but I feel like both of these people never really posted anything political before they figured it out and now it's all one of them is for trump one of them is anti-trump yeah and that's all they post all day long yeah and like one of them's like fuck trump and these people these two people were best friends yeah and one of them is like uh one of the girls posted like fuck trump and anyone who who likes trump and obviously that's her best friend yeah and then she's posting things about how people who don't like trump are terrible people and it's like watching it is fucking sad yeah. I can't believe the amount of people because my dad does the same thing. My dad posts so many political posts and there's so many people that he unfriends because they don't feel the same way. Yeah. And that's ridiculous to me. I've seen uh, memes on Facebook and stuff. This is if you're voting for Hillary, unfriend me. Yeah. Like, I mean, but why is it? I get that like what pe- like people are passionate about it, but like you're really going to ruin a friendship over your your views on things. Everybody has different views. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy to me. Well, I remember um, Daniel happens to be pretty um, extreme when it comes to his political views. I don't know if you want to talk about what they are or if that's weird to you, but um, I won't say what they are, I guess. Um, but I don't that. agree with a lot of it. Some of it I do, um, but I don't know. I just I have I have an issue with um, with extremists of any kind, really honestly well, any kind. yeah any kind and it ruins people it yeah. ruins i mean these two girls were the best of friends i mean and i want to read like what happened because the way that it happened so quickly i think i sent it to you guys let me get to it it, it just happened so quickly my one friend posted a picture of her wearing the trump hat the make let's make america great again mm-hmm and then the other friend says, too bad it never was really all that great to start with. And the other friend says, you know, I can believe and understand why people feel that way, but I refuse to believe that. And then the other girl says, we it's all have... true. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, oh, I almost said her name. Then um, the other girl says, we all have our reasons for things. Sure, I can understand that. And then the other one says, I know you can, otherwise you wouldn't say anything. I love you despite our political views. I wish more people could be this way when it comes to such things. Like, nice, right? Yeah. And so, like, the other girl should have been like, yeah, you know, I love you, too. Thanks for being my best friend. But in turn, she says, but the thing about saying I love you despite your political views to me isn't a comforting statement. I would never say that because I feel a person's political views greatly shape that person. So by denying a piece of that person, it isn't love at all. I know that's not how you meant it, though. Okay, first of all, she's not denying her political view. She disagrees with it. Yeah. But like, shamer. but I mean, Ugh. like, it it sucks. <laughs> it sucks because the one was like, you know, I love you despite our political views, and I wish more people could be this way when it comes. And then all of a sudden, she has to throw in that, well, like, you know, you don't love me. Basically, she's saying That's you don't shitty. love me if you don't have the same political views. And then now, everything that either of them post is, you know, one of them is fuck Trump and everything that he has to do with and I hate everyone who likes Trump and delete me if you like Trump. Like, those two girls are best friends. Yeah. 
That's so shitty. That I would, is shitty. I, I don't post anything like that for reasons. I have a friend who's very... Um, his political views are very extreme on a side that I... Him and I can't talk politics. I usually, when he starts to go into a political rant, um, I just... I shut down and just, like, go, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, because I don't want to agree or disagree with him. And because I don't want any kind of argument between him and I that could, you know, jeopardize our friendship. And he knows how I feel about certain things because he's friends with me on Facebook and stuff. And he's seen it. And he says, like, yeah, some of it offends him, but he's not the kind of person that's going to get all weird. Um, but sometimes certain things that happen in the media offend him so much that he's dropped friends. He's completely just offed people from his life. Not, like killed them but he's completely like banished people from his kingdom i guess you could say because they had certain views about things and i mean granted some of the view, some of the it wasn't on something no offense cassie as petty as like the the bathroom thing mm-hmm. you know because to me that was a false flag that was just something we're going to distract you from what's really going on in the world and everybody's going to lose their shit over and they, they succeeded like they do with everything else like this gorilla thing and just everything else that's happening. They just distract you from real shit that's going on. Uh, but, like, he was um, really pissed off about the CIA torture thing. Yeah. And um, as and that that's a very valid thing to be mad about, people being tortured, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, what, either way you feel about it, whether you feel that's a good way to get information or not. And, um, you know, he said the same thing on, on his Facebook. If you agree with this, then unfriend me. And it's like, but why, though? Yeah. Like, like, if you're going to post about it incessantly, then maybe, yeah, that's a reason to, like, maybe just unfriend him until, like, this stops or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, until the next thing comes up. It's just stupid. The the one girl, I found another thing. The one girl who is anti-Trump, she posted something, you know, I think that this was the same if you agree, like, fuck Trump and everybody who agrees with him thing. And anyway, she's there's, like, a bunch of comments, and this guy says... um. There is a very real chance this man can be president. We need to change people's minds. Otherwise, that will be a reality. And she goes, the whole we need to change people's minds is an evangelistic point of view. We have to save everyone. Everyone needs to find Jesus. It's just silly. This is coming from the biggest feminist that mm-hmm. I have ever known. That's awesome. Like she was like the free bleeder one. This was like the one who she's a, an extremist <laughs> when it comes to feminism. That's she's awesome. also the one who said she was vegan. And then one night when she got drunk. She asked for a carne asada burrito. <laughs> nice. It's like uh, it's just all such bullshit. I've done that sober. When been, you're sober, been doing been doing the whole vegan thing and being like, "Can I get a burrito though?" Because well, is... we were at the bar and she was she was pushing her view on being vegan yeah. to these people, and she's like, "Well, if you eat me and blah blah blah." And, like, me and Anthony are just sitting there like, Jesus, shut the fuck up about it. Like, nobody yeah. cares about it. Yeah. And then we're like, all right, let's get some Mexican food. She's like, can I get a carne asada burrito? And we're all like, what the fuck? Yeah. I um, I, I don't like – I don't like the passive-aggressive Facebook shit that happens where it's like, you know, delete me if you feel this way. Or one of my – I just – I fucking hate it. It's the whole doing a – what is it? A friend – Sweep. clean up or yeah, like a oh, sweep yeah i hate it it's like i just purposely do it. i purposely do not like comment or anything and then i find a week later we're still friends on facebook yeah yeah, yeah. well and it's just like, like 
leave me a message on how we met. I was like, are you that desperate for attention right now? Yeah. Like, do you need it that yeah, bad? Yeah, they are. But I, I have... I used to block people all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then over the last, I don't know, while, I stopped doing that because I was like, that's stupid. Just unfollow and, them. Well, yeah. Yeah. Or like, but I would do it too much. Like, I I had you unfollowed for a long time. Yeah. Just because of certain things I didn't like seeing. But, and then I deleted him at one point. I was really fucking stupid. But, um, <laughs> no, but I, I recently, um, I deleted a family member of mine because... I knew we didn't agree on a lot of political things or, um, uh, like, religious things and such. Uh, but she said something so violently. It was just, it was so, it was violent and disgusting to me. And I was like, I don't, you know. And it was, it wasn't just one thing. It was, like, repeated. And it was about, um, it was about gay people or people who enable gay people or whatever, you know. I don't remember exactly what she said. Enable them. Yeah. She was like, yeah, have a dick. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So, um, and how like anyone who's friends with them is just, you know, going, she was going off and I, I was like, and I talked to her about, I was like, really, you really believe that way? Like you, you're saying you're this, this Christian woman Mm -hmm. and you're, you're wishing such violence on people, you know? And she, she wouldn't talk to me about it and i was like you know i really don't want to see this anymore i think but. that that's different though i think after a while if it's just the same shit but when you're like like if you would have were to post like if anybody feels like gay people suck yeah then delete me and i've seen that and i'm like come yeah, on yeah, like, like that's ridiculous yeah self-entitled nonsense speaking of have a dick or are you doing something i don't know what are you doing i was gonna do the dick thing what dick thing that's the next Sushi one on here oh Go ahead. Or do you want me to wait? Just do a uh, go right into it. All right. Okay. Uh, so I uh, I had to choose yesterday between sushi and having sex. Um, I, I don't remember it. if I told you, Courtney. Oh, I knew. Oh, well, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So um, this guy, I I could pull this up while I'm talking. Um, this guy, I've talked about him a lot. He was the guy I ignored for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, very sweet man. Um, is he an, one of the blacks? An amazing dick. I mean, I love his dick. So um, yes, he is one of the blacks. No, no, no. it's not. He's I Mexican. Know what talking about. Yeah. He's Mexican. Um, I think he's half Mexican. He's really tall and pale with amazing long hair mm. and a huge uncircumcised dick. And it's mm. amazing. So, uh, last weekend he was like, hey, or no, I said, I said, please come fuck me. Right? Like, let's do this. And... Basically, he fell asleep and didn't show up and then got pissed off because I was I fell asleep and it was like three hours later. Anyway, so I stopped talking to him for a little bit. And then yesterday he's like, hey, um, are you free? And I was like, I have plans. Sorry about that. And he's like, I bet you'd have more fun with me. And my thought was I've been planning this sushi thing for a while. I really like sushi. I really like sex. So, Can I interrupt you do, yes. real quick? Yeah. Was this yesterday? Yes, it was. All right. That's all I want to know. Thank you. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, and I, it didn't, it wasn't like, oh, I wonder which one I'm going to choose. But it was like, I mean, it kind of was for a second. And I told the person I was going to sushi with, I sent him the conversation. And he was like, I said, like, sushi or dick? Like, what do I choose? And he's like, dick? I mean, always dick. Like, take the dick. And I was like, no, because, you know, sushi is exciting. But um, I chose sushi. 
I don't regret <laughs> it at all. Like, I don't. I don't know why, but I feel kind of weird about that. Actually, that you. That you mm. Whoa! Hello. Yeah, hello. Where'd are you? Where'd you? Courtney. You regret, um, or you feel weird about regretting it? I you... no. I feel bad that I don't regret it. Oh, like no, that's because good. like food is always better than food, dick. Okay, it is. I love food so much. More. I was telling another friend about. it. I was like, dude, I chose. I chose sushi. Honestly, though, I had a really fun time last night, so it wasn't, it wasn't like just food. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I just, I, I don't know. And you got pretty. I had very fun. I had very fun. <laughs> I had very fun. <laughs> I had fun getting ready. That was fun. Oh, but she looks so pretty. I had like earrings on and shit. Mm-hmm. And purple lipstick. Fancy as fuck. I told her to go with the purple. Yeah. She said she took it off halfway. It's cool. I, I tried. I don't. I'm wearing red lipstick. It's not even lipstick. It's like a lip crayon. That's bullshit. the suck a dick color. No, it's not. That's not the suck a dick color. No, this one I didn't have at the time. I okay. So it you has know how the I had suck the little a swatches about it. Um, on my hand. I sent it to you. I showed Daniel one night, and I was like, "Which one should I wear?" Because we were just hanging out, mm-hmm. and he's little. He was so cute. He's like. The light pink one was like just for like hanging out, you know. And then I was like, like "What is the purpose for lipstick? Like, what yeah. are you wearing this out to? Because you can't just wear like any right. Like, you can't just wear any color just I mean, for you anything, can. right? I mean, I do. It just doesn't yeah. seem. I don't know. When you have four colors to choose from, mm-hmm. it seems like you can be like, okay, well, I'm I'm doing I'm shopping today. I'm not like <laughs> going out. You know, I'm going to the grocery store. I'm not like going on a date. You know what I mean? Like your date lipstick as I opposed think it, to like I think it's more I think I choose my lipstick more for what I'm wearing. Yeah, yeah. Like what? Well, yeah, what it's not what wearing? I'm doing. Guys don't look at it for that. That's no. why. See, so you're asking the wrong audience. You need to ask a chick next time. I know. Well, I I she mean, did the I time. ask. I usually ask Daniel, like you know, what do you think of my hair or what what color whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And he all his responses is always. You know, I don't fucking care. Like, don't. That's bullshit. <laughs> no, like. You'll send me, like, four pictures oh, and no, say no, which no. one, and I'll say no, one, yeah. two, three, or four. That's true. Like, for my profile, he me picks and my best all friend my profiles. Do that too. Like, that's. My best friend will not post a picture until I see yeah, them first. Absolutely. But she sends me, like, 20. Yeah. So I I'm usually like, send three or four. Cause, yeah, don't yeah. overwhelm me. If you send me 10 one day, I'm going to be like, dude, you got to narrow that shit down a bit. I tried having some other guy, like, help me do that, and they were like, I don't, I don't know what to say. I don't. You're pretty. I'm like you're such not a what good I'm... friend. I know he's he's a good guy, but <laughs> yeah. I well, I was gonna wear lipstick tonight. I was gonna do my makeup and look pretty, but every I have like six different lipsticks, and they're all basically the same color. Really? Yeah, they're all just like dark reds and dark purples. I think I might have like a tan. You know, like those nude Ugh. colors. I love those. I do too. You don't like the nudes? Why? No. no. I don't know. It just doesn't. I don't know. It's weird to me. It's like why even? But it's like, like a beige nude. Like it's. Mo- I don't like when it's the same color as their no. skin. Mm-mm. It's like why? Like you spent money on this. Like you're fucking well, retarded. Your lips are. Most people's lips are kind of pink. Like I have very pink lips mm-hmm. naturally. I always put foundation on, <laughs> or like yeah, powder yeah, or something because they're just very pink. But um. So I don't see what's wrong with that, have... though. Like, what's wrong with... Nothing's wrong with it, but you don't always want to look like you have pink lips. You don't want to just look natural? Just no. look like... I mean, what... I mean, yeah. No. I think I that you have really nice lips for lipstick. Yeah. You do. For lipstick? Yeah. 
Well, thanks. I mean, I'm how, just, how like, just yeah. Oh, how, just, how about just for life, like just in general? I mean, yes, you have very nice lips well, for life, you. but I'm just saying we're talking about lipstick and like you have the perfect lipstick lips. I've always thought Daniel has very like kissable lips, you know? Yeah. They're like, they're very nice lips. They're plump. Yeah. Oh, jeez. All right. Okay, let's move plump. on. So you guys watched a scary movie last night? <laughs> yes. Cassie watched her first scary movie. I mean. All the way through. Okay. Okay, real quick. Uh, Courtney, was this like a horror movie or was this a psychological thriller? I would say that it's more psychological, but there are horror-y parts to it, I okay. would say. But I think that it was the first. No, I, it's classified as horror. It, okay. See, I mean, you can't just jump. I mean, it'd be yeah. like if you started playing baseball tomorrow, you're not going to go play for the fucking Red Sox. Well, it's like yes. I wanted to start with like The Conjuring and I was oh, told, dude, I was told by a third party that that was that, not a good a idea. idea. Especially, okay, honestly, for somebody who, and I don't want to speak for you completely, Cassie, but I'll do what I can. For somebody who's been raised Christian their whole life with, you know, there being a devil and demons and stuff, I would say that maybe, like, devil demon stuff might be not the greatest thing to start someone out with. Do you think that that's going to scare you? I mean... I don't know how much your parents, like, forced the whole, like, dark side of, like... Well, it was a very forces of evil stuff. On it you was as a, a very kid. real thing. Like I, I grew up listening to the um, angels and demons, you know Frank Peretti and all. Like mm-hmm. it's literally the genre is Christian horror mm-hmm. is what it is, mm-hmm. and so I and I loved that. So I don't think it would freak me out that bad. But um, I mean, ghost and demon movies still cre- creep me out. Like I, if I watch a ghost and or uh, demon movie. I have to watch Spongebob for, like, at least two hours yeah. afterwards before I can even go to bed. And then I always – I think there's a demon in my house, too, which doesn't help anything. And I also think my grandma knows, which is – my grandma's a pastor, and it's not that I really believe in all of that. Mm-hmm. But every time we watch a horror movie while my grandma's away and she comes back, she'll tell me, like, I know you guys watched a horror movie in my house. I can feel it. Ooh. Every fucking time. That's especially scary from last night. Because yeah. of last night. And like, well, because we watched yeah. The Witch. Yeah. Which was a very, I mean, it was a stupid movie, but obviously witches are very evil. Yeah. And she asked me today when I walked in the door, I haven't seen her since we watched it. And she goes, do you feel like there's something in the house? And I'm like, the fuck, grandma? Like, yeah. don't say that shit to me. That's awesome. I was she raised with that. that shit. I don't know. That shit, like, used to irritate. Uh, yeah, I don't want to. I don't know. Yeah, don't get into it. But anyway, <laughs> I would classify that movie that we watched as a horror. Um, there's jump out scenes, and Cassie actually didn't jump in didn't. any of them. No. Really? The other not. person that was there did yeah. several times. Did it have leading music that led you to feel Sometimes. like something was going to jump? Not, not, not no. Really it's bad. it's one of those. Si- it's silent because I think though I don't even think that there's music in it. If I recall, like right. it's a silent movie or it's a movie with no score. It's not a silent film. Daniel, well, you said it was well, silent. Okay, it's, That's a it's very like valid a do- question. It's a documentary. It. It's a documentary <laughs> type. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So, like, there's like, I don't know if you remember that part where, um, like, he's all creeped out and he's like, you know, going all slow because he thinks he's like grandpa. Yeah. And then like she pops out. Yeah. But there's no music leading up to that. No. Yeah. But you can tell that it's gonna come. Like you, you know, when everything gets silent and he's silent and he's just sitting there, like you know, something's gonna pop out. So there's a. There's this sound I was doing uh, research about. It's um, I forgot what the actual sound is called, but it's a 17, um, 17 hertz mm-hmm. is the frequency. And they put it in a lot of like uh, 
scores for you know horror films and a lot of like scenes like that where they pop out yeah yeah and, and they'll put it under there and if you play it like the human ear can only hear 20 um so when you play it you can't really hear it mm. and uh but subconsciously you still you could feel it you know it still mm-hmm. hits your eardrum it still goes into your brain you just can't register it and so they say that the sound is it it's they've done studies that it scares and confuses people. Yeah. Oh. And so they play it in like those movies on purpose. They'll put it as like they'll play the score and then underneath the score they'll put that just a long bed of just a seventeen hertz like That's cool though. And I was doing a little bit of it's actually you can hear it if you crank it up enough. Like you can hear it, but if you just play it subtly then you can't. I was actually fucking around with, with frequencies and stuff and ten ten hertz you can't hear at all, regardless of the volume. I tested it myself. Yeah, right here as where I sit. So that's the thing. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I mean, well, I have to do something but I, I, I don't get scared in movies anymore. I mean, occasionally I'll, I'll be creeped out. Like a lot of times when I was younger, somebody told me that there were witches that lived in the um, orange groves down at the bottom of the 78 yeah all kinds of shit in there yeah and so well somebody told me don't tell me that now because what happens is is when i'm driving home like late at night and i think about it like there's times where i won't think about it but then there's times where i do think about it and like i'll feel like an itch on my head and there's been times where i've been so creeped out that i've had to drive with all the windows down i don't know why i thought that would help and all the lights on in the car (laughs) and like just the nicest music possible because i was scared as fuck so there are times where i get scared yeah but typically when I watch movies, I don't. Did you guys ever do the Bloody Mary thing as a kid? Yes, I used to love it. Yeah. I tried to do that with me. I'm going to I'm gonna call them out. Deirdre and Sherry one night and I, we broke into this like, it wasn't an abandoned house. It was a for rent house, so it's not even creepy. Yeah. But we're sitting. Like, <laughs> it was just empty. It was just an empty house. <laughs> and we were chilling and I put on the Donnie Darko, the, um, like songs, or the, the soundtrack, you know, it's all creepy. Yeah, have you guys seen Donnie Darko? No. Oh, it's a great movie. That's like a really psychological thriller. Yeah. And Jake Gyllenhaal is a swoon. But, um, <laughs> I, and I was like, oh, like I was joking around with him and I was like, oh, like let's go in the bathroom and play Bloody Mary. And Deirdre flipped her shit. She was like, we have to get out of this house. She's like, we can't. And like, she just bolted. She could not handle it. And, like, I we never, didn't even do anything. <laughs> I could never get myself to do it as a kid. Like, because he thought it was going to happen? I, I thought something, I mean, and I, even to this day, like, I've never done, I mean, I'm an adult now, so I'm not like, oh, I'm going to go face my fears, because it's like, <laughs> that, there's nothing to it. But mm-hmm. it's still like, I could never do it, because everyone would always have a, everybody has a story of little fucking Timmy. My friend Timmy went into the fucking bathroom and did Bloody Mary and never came out. Mm-hmm. <gasps> really? <laughs> is, is, is Timmy okay? Like, we don't know. We never saw Timmy again. Have you guys ever done the Gravity Hill up here? I've heard about it. You've Over never off done of it? Black Mountain, Canyon. Black Canyon, I mean. Yeah. yeah. What is it? It's basically, it's a hill, and when you park your car on it, it starts going upwards. Oh, no. Okay, and instead of downwards, like it yeah. pushes you up Some instead kind of, of rolling down. Thing. And that's what it is. And like you, like people have gone out there with balls and stuff, and they've tested it. But there's all these stories that like, it, there was a school bus and like the brakes went out and all the kids tried to push it up and like you know there's so many different stories but i heard a story well i've heard several scary stories but i heard a story about this guy because i i won't go do it anymore after the story because it creeps me the fuck out and there, it's indian burial, burial ground up there mm-hmm. and um 
So he like he had said something about how he went and did it and he was an Indian and the car like started going super fast. Like, I mean, when it goes, it like, you know, like coasts a little bit yeah. like up the hill. But I guess the car like the car went super fast and then he got a burn in his arm mm. and the people who were there were like, you know, they watched it happen. Yeah. And he still has the burn in his arm. And he, like, refuses to go. So I don't know if it, like, has anything to do with it, but it creeps me out. Hmm. Also, the White Witch, I've heard a lot of. Have you guys heard of that? Ramona's a scary place, man. Yeah. Um, one of This guy I was seeing, uh, we would just drive around because we had nothing to do. And Daniel would loan us his car. Um, <laughs> so we were driving around. And he's like, drive down um, whatever that is, Palmu or whatever. Oh, yeah. That's where the White Witch at is. At night? Yeah. yeah. At fucking night. Well, I've done that, like... To have sex nope, down there? Nope. No. Yeah. Nope. But, no. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've done that a bunch of times, but like, I don't know. It was just weird this nope. time. And we, <laughs> calm down. Uh, we're driving down there, and you know the bridge. Yeah, that's yeah. where the white witch is. Oh, maybe it was that story then. He told me this fucking lengthy story, right? And I am genuinely afraid of the dark. I am. I do not like the dark mm-hmm. at all. Um. I was not. I could. Unless you're fucking. <laughs> my eyes are closed. Like, I don't. I really do not like the dark. I hate walking from here to my car. Yeah. The room to my car. I don't like doing it. Um, But so we're there and he's like, we should roll down the windows. And I'm like, no, that's OK. So he rolls down the windows. And um, anyway, basically, he tell, it's, we're literally sitting there for like 15 minutes and he's just going on and on and on. And then he goes, okay, so just close your eyes. And I was stupid. And I was like, okay. So I closed my eyes and he scared me. I was so scared. I cried. I, what was I the actually story cried. though? I don't know. It was something about a, I don't, I thought it was a, I don't think it was a witch though. I think it was something else. Like where you flicker like the lights? Like a monster. Yes. No, it's the witch. Okay. It's so the like, witch you, yeah, you go and you flicker Ugh. the lights and then like she appears and then like scratch, you get scratches. And- have you guys, yeah. have you guys ever heard of the five, five? <clears throat> uh-uh. There's a place down at the lakeside. Um, you know where El, El Monte Park is? No. no. Or uh, El Capitan Reserve? Yes. Yeah. Down there by Lake Jennings and stuff where that Seven Eleven is. Anyways, you turn down that way and you keep going, you go to the mile marker five and a half and, uh, they call it the 5-5, five five. and when you go down there, apparently some hikers went down there, and a guy, like, hung himself from mm-hmm. some shit. And when you go out there, there's, like, a rope hanging, like, from a fucking cliff and shit. And my friends used to go down there all the time to get shitty wasted, and uh, and they'd always be like, dude, there's weird shit down there, and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. And then you're like, why do you go? Yeah, like, why? Because that doesn't make any sense and then to there's, me. And then there's the Whaley House down in Old Town, of course. Yeah, I want to do that. Like, I'd, I'd do that, but that's, like, a tour. That's not me, like, <clears throat> breaking in and, you know, I don't yeah. know. But there's a lot of scary shit. Mossy Grade is the scariest place in Ramona. I think it's Mossy, but yeah. Whatever the fuck what it's did called. What you say? Mo- Mossy. Mossy? Mossy. Yeah. I, yeah. I can't Mussy. go much farther than the trailer no, park. No, because there's witches that, Oh, like, my God. I had so much sex at the end of Mossy Grade. Oh, yeah. yeah no, no I, there's I, a I witch can't. cult over there. Yeah, you didn't I, know that? Uh, I, I can't. I it's can't It's a great place to hook up. Okay, nope. Well, there's also witches. Everybody's afraid to go down there. <laughs> like it's crazy. I've legit heard from sources that cops, if they get calls down there for different things, like they've gotten calls about burning, like fires and stuff, and they will not go because they know that it's the witches down there. Really? I swear to God. That's great. Yeah. How no. Do I, go? I don't like being I don't, down here. So before we leave now, how do you feel about popping my cherry? 
I feel great. Okay, I think good. it was the perfect movie. I'm really proud of myself because I did a lot of thinking about what movie I was going to sh- watch with you first. Yeah. Um, our other company really enjoyed it too. Yes. I and um, mm. I think it was good. And I'm glad that you liked it. I really did. And our next one's going to be gore. And you're going to love it. Okay. I don't think Cassie does gore very well. Well, she's going but. to. And you scary well until you did it. So. Look, listen, let me tell you this really quick. When I was, Can you do it in five seconds? Yeah. When I was like 12 years older, whenever The Ring came out, I watched it first. Or when I, I watched it. And I slept with my mom yeah. for like three years after that. That's amazing. I kid you not. And like that's how old I was when I started watching horror movies. Wow. So you'll be fine. You'll get the hang of them and you'll love them. All right. All right. Was that in five seconds? No, that was way more than five. Don't I get into radio. <laughs> we'll be right back right after this. What up, everybody? It's Razor. This is Fear. And MDI. And we are Fifth Cast, the premier show of the FYFC Podcast Network. We like to talk. Hell, we'll talk about anything. World events and personal stories. Technology and pop culture. And once even, pterodactyl porn. Seriously, that's a thing. Google it. New episodes are available every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, subscribe to the video podcast on youtube.com slash FYFC podcasts. I'm not sure why you were yelling, but that was excellent. Now, fuck your face and back to the show. We said normal voice. I know, but I like that one. We're freaking awesome. This is the Tall and Sugar News. I am Daniel Rebels. While I was celebrating my birth this last Tuesday, Ohio man Colin Murphy was celebrating in his own way. While drunk, Murphy walked into a local grocery store, stripped naked, and took a shit on a self-checkout machine, an act that all of us have wanted to do at least once. In the wonderfully civil land of Russia, a man has been arrested after a drunken argument over penis size, which ended in a man cutting off his friend's penis with an axe. Now whose dick is bigger, asshole? Meanwhile, in Florida, Broerick Miller and his girlfriend, two Orlando, Florida residents, were fighting over a standard domestic matter, not enough sex. After his girlfriend threw all his shit into the driveway, things got a little heated, literally, when Miller angrily lit a dresser on fire. Needless to say, it was more than his loins that were a-burning. For TOTT News, I'm Jenna Rebels, and it's the world we live in. Oh my goodness. Damn, that was fucking perfectly timed. Beautiful. <sighs> He cut his dick off. With an axe. Oh, man. That's Russia for you, though. <laughs> yeah. That's called a Russian circumcision. Oh. Ugh. Sounds like a great time. I would not want to live in Russia. No. That's awful. Yeah. Uh, that's what happens when you drink for... Mul- uh, in the story, I guess they had been binge drinking for like a couple days. And then finally, like the topic of like, I have a big dick came up. Because that's what happens, I guess, when you drink. You have a huge cock. <laughs> and so uh, he didn't like that. So he cut his dick off. He's like, whose dick is bigger? Wow. Yeah. And then uh, I like the guy who took a dump on the self-checkout machine. I've wanted to take a shit on those things. I fucking hate those things. I like them. Please put you. your item in the bagging area. Your item is not in the bagging area. Okay. It's so quick. When you are in a hurry and you have a okay, 30 if minute you, lunch. If you have two things, I agree. But, like, if you have any more than, like, five things, it's such a pain in the ass. Because you'll put your shit in the fucking bagging area, but you may not want to bag it. You just want to, like, Yeah, but they, they do that to prevent stealing. And I actually recently 
um, I go like up to the Ralphs when I'm working for lunch and um, this lady was caught stealing. And I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that I've never stolen like a bag of chips or something, but this, <laughs> this lady, I've stolen quite a few things from there, but um, not from Ralph's, but from like Walmart. Anyway, they stopped all of them and you couldn't move. And I was like, I only have like 30 minutes. Like they, they yeah. like shut down all the machines and you're not allowed to like leave where you're at. You yeah. Know, so that you don't steal anything either. And this lady had like five kids, all of them, like, like two of them were Mexican, two of them were black and one of them were white. And you mm-hmm. could tell that she's been banged quite a few times. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like more than those five they times. They were not adopted. <laughs> no. Okay. They were not. Uh, yeah. I like great. them, though. They make things quick. I don't know. I've never liked them. They're always just, I don't know. They're Because they think that everybody, when everybody is fucking stupid, but they assume you're stupid because they, they guide you through the whole process when you're like, I know how to pay for things. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so it would be different if you just, Beep, 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 put shit there, and then scan your shit and left. But they're like, please put in your payment method. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, card. And then it's like, please scan your card to the barcode on the right. You're like, I know what the fucking thing looks like. I'm not a fucking idiot. I do this shit at Chevron, like, every other day. Like, I know what's up. Fucking. Some people don't, though, maybe. There's some stupid people in this world. Then they just shouldn't be allowed. Well, they shouldn't be alive. Yeah, allowed to, like, exist. Yeah. I agree. Completely. If you don't know how to work a self-checkout, go die somewhere. Go fuck yourself and go, go fuck die. yourself and go die. <laughs> That's like my favorite part of, of that thing, huh? It was my favorite, too. Yeah. My favorite is like when the music starts. It's my what? favorite. Like it goes like in all those news things and stuff and then like and then the music oh, starts and it's all like yeah. dramatic I at mean, that moment. For me, I, that was my favorite part of that that phone call though because that was not at the end at all that was like in the middle because we almost ended the conversation a couple of times and then and then sea world came up and shit but um but i was like this has to be the ending because it's very it's just very it's just funny how abruptly like the call ends like go fuck yourself and go die hey thanks for being on the show we appreciate you and (laughs) (laughs) all right see you later like yeah yeah but you were accused of uh of of biasly editing oh i was yes I didn't were. think so at all. I was there for the whole, well, not the whole process, because that was like 14 hours, like, <laughs> literally. But I was there for a lot of it, because I, I was helping her with certain things of it. But uh, uh, she did everything that she could to make sure that just anything that was not needed yeah. was cut out. And, I mean, there was a lot of easy stuff that you're like, oh, this isn't needed, this isn't needed. But by the time it got down to the fine-tuning, it was like, fuck, like... Like, if I get rid of this, then I need to get rid of that, too, because this one makes me look good. Yeah. So I have to take out this one that makes, like, me look, you know, that makes me look bad, too. You did it good. Thank you. So I think you did a good job. But, I mean, we we both agree that bitch didn't know what the fuck she was talking about, so. True. So, whatever. Anywho, um, I got this article. Seven unexpected things that are totally fucking up your libido. So, um, let's just go right into it. First one, sex toys. Really? Bullshit. Sure, (laughs) sex toys can make your bedroom play even more fun, but they can also kill your desire to have that fun in the first place. Sex toys made of vinyl are not your friends, you guys. Thanks to all the chemicals within all vinyl products, not just the ones you use on or near your tender bits (laughs) that both mess up hormones and lower testosterone, your libido can just up and die. 
Basically, it's worth investing in a glass or silicone sex toy as opposed to hanging on to the plastic thing you've had since high school. So that's a... Minus silicone, so... Yeah, there you go. But I think that's bullshit. You don't think the vinyl thing has any carries any weight? Oh, no, I don't think that... Wait, is it vinyl is bad? Yeah, it wasn't saying it wasn't saying like ditch sex toys. It was saying that if you're gonna have sex toys, to go with silicone or glass based, not vinyl, because apparently vinyl has chemicals that can um, mess up your hormones and lower testosterone. All of mine are silicone. There you go. See, so maybe maybe they're onto something. I don't know. It could be. I didn't even know vinyl was a thing. I've heard guys say like you know that sex toys are like bad. (laughs) Well, yeah, because. They have their own reasons why. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. But, I mean, I masturbate often, and I still want to have sex often. All the yeah. Time. I mean, like well, I said, I don't think it has anything to do with the actual masturbation yeah, yeah. or the actual toy thing. I think it's just a matter of um, of the what it's made out of, which I think kind of makes sense. But at, on the same side, there's a whole fetish based around... No, wait. That's latex, not vinyl. Yeah. I don't know. If a chick has a vinyl record collection, I get kind of turned on. Is that <laughs> is that the same thing? You're so funny. Maybe all this handling of the records I've been doing is the reason why uh, my sex drive has been uh, inhibited a little bit. Maybe I need to start handling them with gloves. Yeah. That's so crazy. Which would actually be really good for the vinyl. I, I mean, it would, that. but that, that picture in my head is... Me with gloves. Well. Like, you should see this album, my God. <laughs> it's an original pressing. 180 gram vinyl. That's the voice you use anyway, though. Check it out. Check it out. I can respect that. Oh, no. Second one, cash register receipts. What? Before you start thinking this is money related, stop. It's not. It's something much weirder. According to a study published in Fertility and Sterility, about 40% of receipts are coated with a hormone-disrupting chemical called bisphenol A which has been linked to not just lower sex drives in men especially, but also heart disease. So stop shopping, I guess. Yeah. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I fucking hate receipts. Who who thinks of these things? Like, who's like, let's try to figure out all the ways that, you know, and then they're like receipts. Let's go and do some research on some receipts. Receipts. Let's see what's in this. I fucking hate receipts anyways, dude. Like, I try to leave. (laughs) I do the weird thing where like, where, like, I put myself in a physical position. Like, I physically position my body at a store where it looks like I'm ready to sprint away as soon as my card is done accepting. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I'll scan the card. I'll put it in the pin. And usually they say, like, debit or credit. And then they ask, like, are you sure this is the right amount? So I'm, like, ready with the buttons. And, like, I have my body turned towards the door. So they know, like, this guy doesn't want a receipt. And then I hit it. And as soon as this person's like, bye, poop, and I go. I don't even let I them ask me. I just tell him to throw, uh, throw it away. I'm just like, hey. A lot of people, they, they know your game, too. So they'll be like, they'll rip their seat and hand it to you. And like I just feel bad about being like, nah. Yeah. Oh, nah. I don't. I'm like, I don't want that fucking thing. <laughs> Get rid of that. Throw it out. Because I shove them all in my wallet. And then oh, I have yeah. like giant wallets. And- See, if I if I like, if I like itemized my taxes, I'd totally use them. But I don't. And I don't buy anything for business anyway. So there's no fucking point in me having a receipt. Yeah. Yeah. Unless I'm buying a big purchase where I might like yeah. need to take it back. That's the only time I save receipts. And usually I buy shit from Amazon and they just print all their shit on normal paper. So Yeah. Like normal people. But I hate when you go into like, like CVS is the worst with it. You buy like a soda and they'll print you like six miles of paper. Mm-hmm. This yeah. thing is long as shit. I'm like, what are you guys doing in here? Like, why do I they need... They want you to take surveys and like that's what's on those things. Fucking Kmart's the same. They have mm-hmm. these like 14 mile long receipts and there's no... 
the only part you need if you need a receipt is this big. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I love going into Mexican food places. They're simple. They just have like one taco, $3, (laughs) tax, total. That's it. Oysters, number three. That's an aphrodisiac. Put down the supposed aphrodisiac and reach for a lobster roll. Oysters are high in zinc, which is what we can think for the elevator. Which is what we can thank for the elevated libido, but the reality is that oysters are nothing but chock full of parasites and toxic ocean substances, which of course are absorbed by your body upon consumption and actually negate any positive effects of that zinc you're using so desperately to get in your blood for sexy times. Leave the oysters in the ocean to play with their fellow toxic friends. (laughs) Well, I can't have either one of those, so. Why? Shellfish Uh, allergy. Oh, that's shitty. Yeah. Well, and I think most for most aphrodisiacs, like they're it's not really what's in them; it's just some kind of allure about them. Like ginseng is supposed to be one, like pure ginseng root, and uh, the Chinese love it as an aphrodisiac. But there's one that it has nothing to do with the ginseng that like the chemicals that's in it. It's just like the way that it's shaped. There's one that because of the size and shape of it is so rare mm-hmm. and so whatever. It's worth something like $50,000 yeah. for this root, just for a ginseng root. That you can go and buy a fucking monster and get yeah. ginseng. But it's different. It's definitely different. But something about pure ginseng. And they say a lot of these aphrodisiacs have nothing to do with what's actually in them. It's because they have, like, like with oysters. It's because it's it's tied to some kind of, like... Like something sexy, like something the way you eat it. Something sexy and or... sensual and... I feel like it's so easy because people's minds, if you think that something's, you know, going to work, then... I could tell you peanut butter is a fucking aphrodisiac. And exactly. if I gave you a peanut butter cookie, you'd just start moistening up on me Exactly, right there. but no. that's not... But people do that with everything. It's kind of like smoking. I honestly feel like if I could talk myself into wanting to quit smoking, then I would. Like, oh, yeah. that's why when people go to... Um, like the hypnotherapist and stuff. My aunt did hypnotherapy to quit smoking and it worked. But I told her it, it's only working, I think, in my opinion, because you are going into it thinking that it's going to work. Uh, I think so. Kind of. I mean, you for one, you can't be hypnotized without being willing. Yeah, no, no, so, definitely. So obviously you think it's going to work. But it, it's more or less because you open a door and you open up a, like a locked door in your brain that um, once you get in there, then... You know, and you can't again be hypnotized without wanting to be. Like, there's this misconception you can just hypnotize anybody for any reason, but like, you have to want to be, you have to be willing, you have to be willing to open up and let somebody go in. But um, once you open that door, it's in the subconscious because most of those addictions—smoking, drinking, drugs, all that shit—it's all underneath the surface. You know, the main shit. And so, when you can get in there and clean that up a little bit, then there's definitely something to it. But yeah, you just said all of it. You have to want to do that. You have to want to, yeah. But I mean, you know, I, yeah, I guess that makes sense. You're right. But I, but I don't think the reason it works is because you want it. Yeah, but I'm just saying you I have mean, to, you have to trick your mind into wanting to do it. Like whatever you're gonna do, you have to trick. You have to tell yourself that it's gonna work. Yeah, no. or it's not going to. Well, I mean, I think if you tell yourself it's not going to work, it could still work. But why would you even try doing it? Like you'd spend money to go do that. And then you're going to already be not wanting it. So you're the hip, the hip, the, the yeah, hip, the, the, the hypnotherapist <laughs> won't be able to get in anyways. So, you yeah. know, so I mean, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But I mean, why would you do it if you don't want it? Yeah. 
So that kind of went without saying. Yeah. Number five, alcohol. <laughs> I'm sure you've all had one of those nights where alcohol fueled a pretty unforgettable one night stand, right? Oh, yeah. Drinking does let your inhibitions fall and provides you to become, well, the other you. But it also does a number on your insides. Long-term use of alcohol and binge drinking will not only result in menstrual irregularities, but will rob you of your libido, not to mention what it does to your liver. That's kind of obvious. Yeah. So they're not really saying alcohol. They're saying long-term alcohol use. Well, and a lot of people, when they do drink, they can't get hard. Yeah, whiskey dick. Or they can't come. Like, I've been with somebody who Mm. cannot come when he's drunk. Yeah, when I used to drink, I could not not come. I could fuck forever, Mm -hmm. but I couldn't come. I couldn't fuck when I was stoned. Really? Yeah, because my mind already wanders enough. Like, my mind never shuts up. So when I'm stoned, it's worse. Like, I think about way more shit, like, way more deep shit. And so that carries into sex. So I'm sitting there thinking about, like, the progression of the universe and, like, what does it all mean while I'm, like, trying to. And so then my boner just goes away because it's like, well, you know, Mm -hmm. this isn't sexual. This is real shit right now. We need to take a break. And I I used to find myself masturbating forever, just trying, just just masturbating just to get hard, and then trying to like get to the but point. But while you're thinking about something, about random shit, remember so I'm when just, I messaged you guys the other day and was like, "I've been watching SpongeBob <laughs> while I've been masturbating," and yeah. I totally didn't even realize that I was masturbating just, yeah. for that yeah. long. Yeah, it was just like that where I just I realized, <laughs> oh shit, like my dick is in my hand. Yeah, oh, I'm not even hard. What the fuck is going on here? I'm going back to the three finger days. This is ridiculous. <laughs> back in the day. Number f- number six, I kind of knew about cornflakes. What? If your sex drive is low, maybe now you can blame your breakfast. This is a fun fact. I did know this. John Harvey Kellogg, the inventor of morning cereal, was a diehard believer in abstinence. So what did he do? He spent a lot of time coming up with bland foods that just might kill sexual urges in people. Mm. What a lunatic, but that was the man's original intention, apparently, which kind of isn't true. What his thought was, was, uh, and this is the same thing with the guy who invented the graham cracker, was they believed that high, um, high carbohydrates would, uh, would kill your sex drive. And they mostly were marketing it towards women because they thought that women were hysterical for having orgasms. So yeah. they wanted to like bring down their sex drive. So all cereals and graham crackers come from, uh, from some man's attempt at, Bringing down a woman's sex drive. I do remember hearing that. Mm-hmm. Now that you said it like that. Yeah. So cornflakes are apparently a thing. Okay. So seventh and final one. Body image. It should come as no surprise to anyone that a woman's body image has everything to do with her desire to want to have or not have sex. Well, there's no quick way to deal with body image. Just in realizing you have a body image problem takes you at least out of the denial category and on your way to... Body acceptance. Body positivity. Remember, no one is perfect, and perfect is boring anyways. That's great. How sweet. It's accurate, though, because when yeah. I feel like shit, I, I, I have zero sex. I mean, I love having sex yeah. with, I mean, that, that part doesn't matter. I like having sex, and <laughs> it, um, I mean... I'm not really picky. I, my point was I'm not really like, it's not like, oh, I only like having sex with certain people. Like, I'm really not that picky. So if I don't want to have sex at all with anybody, it's usually because I'm having a bad day. Yeah. Personally. like I kind of feel that way too. When I have sex with somebody, especially for the first couple times, and I feel like 
I guess, like, they're out of my league in a way. Or mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, man, like, this person's way too hot to, like, be fucking around with someone like me. Like, I, as much as I want to have sex with them, like, I'm, I'm afraid of them to see me naked. Like, I don't want them to see, like, what's going on underneath all these, all these clothes, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and for, for the first couple times, like, I, yeah, I feel, I'm very awkward about it. And then after it's, if they manage to decide they want my dick inside of them more than like twice, then I start to become more comfortable and then my sex drive goes up around that person. I always have sex with clothes on except with one person. And that's, I find that weird. But um, when I'm like, you know, when I feel like shit or whatever, I wear like extra clothes. You know, it's like, I'll wear like a shirt, right? Most of the time, but then like if I'm like, you know, this is a bad day, I'll wear like a full dress. <laughs> like I'll just keep this dress on the whole time; it'll be fine. Oh. But um, I like to be naked. I don't like that <laughs> no. at all. But except with there's one person that it's like I do that with. Yeah, but, I hate having yeah. clothes on at all. Like as much as I hate, like not it's not that I hate the way I look. I'm I'm not happy with the way that I look, but. Like, even through, like, the fear of what the person will think, like, I would much rather be just completely butt-ass naked. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just the way to go. I just feel like if you're sticking your dick in me, I like, I'm obviously comfortable enough for you to see my, mm-hmm. on my base. Well, and see, and that's for you. Like, some chicks are just not, <laughs> some chicks are just fucking sluts. Yeah. And they're just like, I'll fuck anybody. I don't give a shit. Yeah. yeah. Are you saying that that's me? I didn't know. I just no, said. No, he said you're not like oh, that. Oh, I'm not yeah. like that. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm more I, like that. Than I like you. Cassie's style of listening. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, yeah. Next. Next. Um, Is I, Daniel's thoughts. So I did a bit a couple weeks ago where I went through my phone and, and looked at looked through um, some old uh, voice recordings. You don't really look at old voice recordings. <laughs> but I listened to some old <laughs> voice recordings. And uh, unfortunately, I didn't have that phone anymore, but I pulled most of the good ones off. A lot of them were really long. But this is one that uh, that I, I thought you guys might like. ASL interpreters are fucking assholes. <clears throat> I mean, think about it. Anytime you see somebody who's deaf speaking in ASL, they're just talking with their hands. Anytime you see an ASL interpreter, they're always super fucking happy to be interpreting. As if to say, like, I'm doing this for a hobby. I don't need this shit. It's great. It's also great how when they're interpreting something that has music to it, they'll dance to the music. As if to say, man, if only you could hear this. It's fucked up. It really is fucked up. So that was a Daniel thought. ASL interpreters are assholes. It's a good point. I disagree because I've known people who are deaf and I've known interpreters and I've been with deaf people at concerts. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you are an interpreter... What a waste of money. When you're an interpreter, you it's, it's not just what you're signing with your hands. It's like your full body language. Um, and deaf people can feel the vibrations of the bass and all of that, you know? So, um, like I, um, I used to go to a bunch of Christian concerts and they have like, they'll have like a really, you know, crazy upbeat song 
and the people are very animated, the interpreters, and, um, you know, all that. But then if it's, like, a slower song, they'll sway, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So I understand why, you know, you'd think that, but in reality, it's it's all a logical It's actually situation. helping them to understand it more. I don't know. I haven't really been around that many interpreters, but I can say that, like, at church, when my grandma's Mexicans come and talk, mm-hmm. and we have interpreters, I can't stand it. I cannot stand, like, trying to listen to the Mexican talk and the English person talk. Yeah. Or the American. What? Or the American. <laughs> the, or the American. The guy who's speaking American. That's what we <laughs> talk here. We talk American. Anyway, I can't understand anything. Like, I can't follow along two people. Yeah. So, and then, like, there's, like, then when they do the sign language, I'm more focused on what they're doing than actually listening to what is going on. But I'm also not um, deaf and... I, I think I like see those people I think that if yeah. like if I was born deaf and or like spent so much of my life deaf that I didn't know anything else and then that was just what I was used to I'd be okay with it but I think like if I was stricken deaf tomorrow and then the next event that I went to there was an ASL interpreter and they're up there smiling like giving these like bitch like you're doing this like I said as a hobby like or as a job or like you're doing this for fun because you can like I need this and I have to have this. Like, fuck you, you know? So, like, you just don't want them to be happy because you're not? Jesus. I'm sorry. For people who can't see what just happened, Daniel just made up a sign. <laughs> yeah. For fuck you and then just flipped off the air. So, That's... that was that was great. That makes me really happy. Yeah. I don't know. It's not that other people can't be happy. It's just, like, I don't know. I just, I think that the they, it's this weird smug look. And I don't think that they do it because, like... I think it it might be just the pressure of knowing everyone's like watching you, and it might be like a nervous smile, like a nervous like, oh, I'm happy to be doing this for you, but it's like I don't know. Or, and I know that sometimes they they need to um, portray emotion. So like when someone is speaking and they're talking about something really sad, like the interpreter will like be overly sad, you know, to like emphasize, and I you know that makes sense to me. But like the music thing, like. I went to this this event and they were doing um they did like a flash mob type thing or whatever and there was music and and part of the flash mob that they did the ASL interpreter was a part of so the whole choreographed thing when they they switched out the interpreter just at the right moment so that when the flash mob hit she'd be there and they broke out in this fucking song and this bitch just had this whole dance for the song and like got up on this table and everything and I'm like and she's got this big old smile, and I'm just sitting there like, man, these deaf people, they have no idea. Like, I don't, I mean, they do have an idea, but I don't know. For me, I'd just be like, this is great. Look how happy everyone is, like, with this song that was a hit, like, a year ago. And I don't, I, it might sound good. I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking clue because I can't hear. I'm glad you're happy. Oh, goodness gracious. I don't know. That was a Daniel thought. Well, were you in the car when you thought about that? No, I, um, yeah. I think you were. I, I mean, I was in the car when I, I was definitely when I recorded it. I don't know if I Yeah, yeah, that's right. Had it when I thought about it. Oh. I found a found a topic a few weeks ago. I didn't actually have this on the list, but I just saw this laying here and I thought that it would be it would be good for uh for you considering mm-hmm. your your line of work. Women have started booking vagina massages. Hmm. Yeah. The words vagina massage will probably conjure up an image of a seedy establishment that promises a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Is that what you're thinking of? No. No, okay. But there's none of that in this form of massage. In fact, the vagina massages massage is becoming increasingly popular for women 
and has nothing to do with an orgasm. Also known as a yoni massage, this treatment is about releasing tension and becoming more comfortable with touch, thereby resulting in a hotter sex life. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming they're just around the vagina. I imagine. Yeah. Um, and that that would be comfortable, I think. I mean, I mean, I think it would feel good. Probably not comfortable if somebody's down well, there trying to massage you. Actually, like it says, here's how it works. Um, yoni is Sanskrit for vulva and translates to sacred por- portal. The massage includes touching, deep breathing, and even finger penetration. But the goal isn't orgasm, although, of course, that can happen. But more, um, but more to give a woman an idea of what makes them feel good. Apparently, it can even help with trauma, women's health. Uh, blah blah blah, yada yada yada. So yeah, so there is actual like it's not just around the yeah, area, but yeah. it's also in inside. Well, I mean, w- would you do that if you had a a female who no requested a massage and was like, can you do that? No, because I don't even know like what it maybe if I was trained in it and like I knew the right things, but I wouldn't know what to do. I'd just start, start I'd just start, you'd start fingering her and she'd be like, ah. <laughs> Yeah. I'd just be like, awesome. um, I know what my boyfriend does, so let me just try this. I don't know. <laughs> like um, great. Found the G spot. But yeah, I mean I can I can understand why people would want to do it and I'm sure it would feel great even without the penetration. Um, my favorite type of massage is butt massage. Like I one time in school gotten an, an an entire hour of just my butt being massaged. Really? I'm worried about scratching too. I like scratching. Yeah. Um, on my butt. Is that like uh, they don't teach you that in massage school though? Do they scratching? Scratching? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, that's just like what I make Anthony do to my butt. You know, but like, but um, butt massage is really good. It helps with cellulite and it helps like. Break up all the tissue in there so that it's not. Like, Isn't it lumpy? good for like sciatic nerve pain too? Yeah, yeah. So I and I love it. There's a pressure. Shut point. the fuck up, Cassie. <laughs> What's wrong? Well, because I have really bad sciatica, and my doctor had told me like you need to uh... you need to like lay on a tennis ball. Okay. And just like run it up and down your. Well, ass I have cheek, a pressure point that I could do on your butt. <laughs> It hurts really, really bad. It's actually my favorite thing. But there's all these, there's all sorts of pressure yeah, points in your body. All over the they, body. Yeah. They don't feel good. <laughs> they they fucking hurt when you do them. But they release all the tension that's around them. Mm-hmm. And there's one in your butt cheeks, and it fucking hurts. It's when like you get it on done. the under, on like the bottom, right? It's just it's in the middle of your butt cheek. Oh, really? Yeah. And you stick an elbow in there, and you fucking press hard, and you're supposed to leave it for a couple seconds, and you take some deep breaths, and but it feels so good when you're done. Like yeah. I used to love it in school, and everyone would be terrified to do it. Yeah. But I mean, and there's all sorts like breast massage. I was taught breast massage. I've heard about those. I've heard about that, and I've heard about butt massage. I've all seen butt massages in in porns, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've heard about those. But just the fact that like the vagina massage is becoming a thing. But you know what I also find funny is that like a penis massage is called a happy ending, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's like, and it's you're considered like a skeevy guy. But when a chick wants to get a fucking vagina massage, it's a yoni massage, and it's the sacred portal. Someone's a meninist right now. I think I think it's bullshit. There is a double fucking standard. Don't even try to tell me there's not a double standard with like most shit of with men and female. Is. Of course, and that's is. one of them. Like with a woman, it's it's beautiful and it's it's good for her soul and it helps relieve trauma. Yeah. But what I want to do, it's a fucking happy ending, and I'm dirty, and you won't go on a date with me. <laughs> like. <laughs> oh, you poor soul. So you poor soul. I think I think that there's the I think that's fucked up. 
Have I talked about my happy ending story on here? No, I haven't. No, but you brought it up to me. I think now would be a perfect time. Okay, well, the first time I was on the show, that was the first question you had ever asked me. Was if you've ever given a happy ending. Yeah, and then you told me your Vegas story and whatever. And um, so that actually happened to me. There was a guy, and um, he bought some gift certificates from me. And I went to his house, and I could kind of tell. The way that he talked to it, his first thing that he said to me was, it's the only nice house on the block. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, like, I fucking knew something. And he was right. It was a really nice house. <laughs> but I come in, and he asked me come into his house. And, like, it's like, you knew I was coming. Why wouldn't you just meet me at the car with the mo- with the money? Like, I wasn't going to give him a massage that day. Yeah. I was just, he was just giving me the money so I could give him the gift certificates. So anyway, then I knew something was weird with him. He lives in a gorgeous house, but he's all alone. And um, I just, I could feel like something wasn't right. But I went and did the massage anyway. And um, he started talking about, like, his new girlfriend who he's madly in love with. And, you know, he can't wait to marry her. And he's talking about his church and, you know, all sorts of stuff. And I'm like, God, I'm such an asshole for, like, judging this guy. And then we're going, you know, and then, like, so he asked for an hour and a half. And... It's like almost about the hour mark and um, he looks up at me because he was on his back and I was up doing his shoulders from the other way. And he goes, "Um, have you ever been asked to do a different type of massage? (laughs) And I'm like, I knew what he meant, but I was like, I was like, what do you mean? Like Like, stone massage? Like deep tissue? Like Like, what are you talking about? (laughs) And he's like, no, like a happy ending. And I was really nice about it. I was like, oh no, ha ha. And he's like, well, would you be willing And I was like, no. And like, I had obviously thought about it happening a lot, but I got so uncomfortable about it Mm -hmm. because I'm in this guy's house. You know, he's super rich. Like he's a super rich guy. Not that that matters any, but I'm thinking about all the lawyer fees that he could, you know, if he raped me or something. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'm just like, I I told him, I said, you know, my hands really hurt. What was more creepy is I said no. And then he asked me why. And I said, well, because I have a boyfriend and I just don't do that kind of stuff. And then he reached his arm back and started rubbing my arm and was like, I hope I didn't make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, right. I'm like, why are you rubbing my arm? So I was like, my hands hurt. I have to go. And I like I bolted out of that place. I was like hitting his walls with my table. I was like and he knew like I know that he knew what what I was feeling. And then um, he messaged me again and I was like, I just don't I don't I didn't want to go back. No, I mean, I, I kind of wish because he, he got four gift certificates. Why wouldn't you ask on like the third? You know, why would you ask on the first one? Yeah. And he had told me that he had had them before. He's like, oh, well, other places do it. And so I was just really uncomfortable. Like, this isn't a parlor. I'm not an Asian sex fucking slave. So. Exactly. And like, don't if you want and that, talk go about, there. Don't talk about your new girlfriend that you're madly in love with in your church and then ask me to fucking jack you off. Yeah. Like, so I was uncomfortable. He kept texting me and I kept. I, I didn't have a job at the time, and I, I had no money in because I just wanted to give him his money back. And so I kept just making excuses when I should have just told him, you know, hey, you made me feel uncomfortable. So he ends up sending me this long message like, um, you're so unprofessional, and you're this, this, and this, and I think you have some sort of scam going because, you know, I bought I, I gave you so much money, and you're not coming back, and blah, blah, blah. And I finally was like, you know what? Like, you made me feel so uncomfortable, and I will give you your money back. And then he goes, um, obviously, these are a lot longer. And he goes, what do you mean happy ending, question mark? 
And I said, okay, you can deny it all you want, but I have text messages from that night to several different people talking about how uncomfortable I was. And I said, so I told you I'd give you your money back. If that's not what you want and you want to take me to court, then that's fine. And so he he said something like, good. And then a couple days later, um, he messaged me back and he goes, you know... I just want you to know that I understand what it's like to, to, you know, to not have money and to be going through a hard time. And he goes, I just want you to keep the, keep the money. You don't have to give it back to me. And if oh, you ever, sweet. and if you ever need somebody, you know, go ahead and give me a call and I'll be there for you. And I'm like, no, he got fucking terrified yeah. that yeah. his girlfriend was going to find out or that, you know, yeah. so, or that I would sue him or whatever, because it's not, I don't think it's acceptable asking for a happy ending is fine. But when you have a girl in your house and it's just the two of you and you she's already said no and you continue on the conversation. Yeah, that was my question. Is like cuz you said he rubs your arm and like I, so if he would have just been like so hand job and you were like no and you're like all right cool like yeah. would you have continued to go back exactly. and, as long as he yes. didn't cross that again you would yeah. just would have been nothing yeah, yeah okay. I, it would have been fine like if it was like hey haha have you ever given you know a happy ending would you would you do that and if i said like no i'm just don't i don't do that kind yeah. of thing and he was like oh, okay that's cool yeah then it would have been fine you probably the, would have been a little bit uncomfortable for a, a couple bit. minutes. Yeah, but I would have still because he ended up being a, a cool guy, and I, I I felt like a bitch for judging him before I had even gone. Mm-hmm. Um, but I knew something was creepy about him. Not that anybody who asks for a happy ending is creepy. Yeah, but it I, was his behavior afterwards. It, it was the behavior and the me being alone in this guy's house that because everybody kept telling me you shouldn't you shouldn't do in home because you're gonna get a creeper and who knows what hap- you know could happen and. Whatever. So that's what creeped me out. Also, he had a giant arcade room. And I like I thought it was really cool at first, but I'm like, you're like a a fifty five year old man. No, that's not something to judge him on. Some people like collecting shit like that. No, he told me that he likes to have parties with his um kid's friend. Oh, that's a little different. Yeah, yeah that's that's kinda weird. No, I well, like, mm-hmm. I guess I judged him positively and then changed my mind on that. Yeah. So that was my uh, story and I never went back, and I got to keep my money, so that's cool. Right on. <laughs> Fucking creepers. So, uh, we talked about a few things this episode, but I don't really have any good names picked up. I do. Do you? Let's hear what you got. Poppin' Cherries. Poppin' Cherries. All right, that's better than what I got. I got Fish or Dick, and I got Russian Circumcision. I, I have more. Oh, sorry. That's okay. Continue. Butt massages all around. Butt yes. massages all around. Uh, or just a vagina massage, please. Yeah. Uh, I like popping cherries. What was your second? What was the Russian circumcision. I like Russian circumcision. And <laughs> I also like the butt massages all around one. Yeah. I also like both of those. So I don't know. What, what do we do to do a tiebreaker? Well, it would be whatever Cassie chose out of those I guess. two. Right? I mean, I like mine better. Of course she likes oh, it. Oh, God. She's the so, politician that goes into the okay, voting booth but... and votes for herself. <laughs> what? Nothing. Nothing. Do you like the other one better? No, it's fine. I don't care what it's called. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. You know we what? rock, paper, scissors? Let's do it. All right. Three of us? How do we do no, that? No, it'd be between Cassie and I. Oh, if yeah. I win, best out of three, if I win... It's Russian circumcision. If you win, it's butt massages all around. No, she doesn't want that. I want butt massages all around. She wants popping cherries, and you want Russian circumcision. So what? How, how are we all three? Oh, man. Yeah. So how do all three do? Like, all right. We're going to... Oh, no, us. we can't do that. Um, 
Can we do a game that like takes not a lot of time? Yeah. Rock, paper, a... scissors is quick. But yeah, can't do but it we can't people. do that. Or you guys could go first and yeah. then whichever one, then me and Cassie will go after or me and you will go. So like whoever you, wins. Yeah. Winner, winner take all. Okay. Okay. So right. you two Cassie go first. I. Ready? Oh, wait. Are we doing it out of three? Yeah, we're doing best out of three. I said that twice already. I'll forget. Okay. All right. So Cassie's one. We're one zero right now. Cassie's winning. What was that? That was paper. Yeah. So he's one and one. All right. All right. You won that one. So do you go one, two, and then? Yeah. Okay. Ready? No. You intimidate me, Courtney. <laughs> Stop. Um, <laughs> Wait, you fucking ready? I'm ready now. You ready, right. bitch? <laughs> ready? Nice. All right, that was uh, Cassie, first one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we look like retards, like, no, no, no. All right, next next one. <laughs> like, okay. like, we're trying to jack off a penis and we're retarded. <laughs> All right. Fuck. <laughs> I thought she didn't do happy endings. Oh, All right, won. scissors, so that's okay, one. So Cassie won, Courtney won, whoever right. wins the next one. Okay. All right. Yeah, no. Cassie Yay. wins. So popping cherries. Pop yeah. What did I? Did you even not care that much? <laughs> no, I do. I mean, she's it, just I, like as long as it's one of mine, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so which it was popping pop cherries? cherries. All right, popping cherries is the name of this episode. Let me make a note of it. We should do that every time. That was fun. But we normally always agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we do. We should play some sort of game on here though between the three of us. You know what I want to do? Um. So there's a couple things that I, I'd like to do. One of them, I'm trying to get the audience to help us name season two. Yeah. I'd also like the audience to name our little mascot guy, the little dude in the wheelchair blowing his brains out. Yeah. I was thinking today because I was like, I was building something where I was using that and I was like, oh yeah. And I was trying to name the the file, the picture. And I was like, what, what should I name him? I named him like Toddler, but I was like. We can call him Todd. I was like, nope, no. not doing that. I was like, well, let's see what the audience thinks. So, I mean, if you guys want to, can come up with a name for the little dude in the wheelchair with the shotgun in his mouth, <laughs> please feel free to do that because uh, we would be open to any form of input, anything at all, really. Right? Yeah, I want to yeah. do a Q and A too, so bad. Yeah, that'd be fun. I think we, yeah, there's a lot of things. I was, I did Periscope last week, and only one person showed up. If anyone has any questions. Yeah. If anyone has any questions, they can leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash toe on the trigger. Or they can tweet us, whatever that means, at toe on the trigger on Twitter. Tweet us. They can tweet tweet us on Twitter at toe on the trigger. We also have an Instagram account under the same name, at toe on the trigger. And they can leave us, wow, they can leave us an email, take a shot at toe on the trigger.com, or they can call us. At T-O-E-546-T-O-T-T, that is our own little voicemail number. You can say anything you want. You can leave a question, comment, concern. If you want a happy ending from the Courtney 3000, <laughs> call and make an order. She won't oblige, but you can always try. Uh, you can check out any of the podcasts on the hashtag Potter and Family on Twitter. They're all uh, they're all pretty good friends of ours, I guess you could say. Uh, don't forget to hit subscribe. Not on iTunes, because we're not there. But we have Stitcher and Google Play Music, and we're also on the Wicked Radio Network. But the best thing you can do to help this podcast go forward is to tell a friend about it. And, of course, to show up next week for the Courtney 3000 and Classy Cassie 
I am Daniel Ruppels. This has been the Toe on the Trigger podcast. Until next time, keep your toe off that trigger.